Have you heard of prebiotics? I'm sure you've heard of probiotics. What about postbiotics? What are they? Why are they important? And how do we know we're getting enough of them? Well, listen in as I dive into the world of pre, pro, and postbiotics. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple. Are you tired of chasing fad diets and endless workouts? Frustrated and confused by the conflicting advice on health and weight loss? Well, you're not alone. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, and I'm here to guide you on a different path through holistic wellness. Together, we'll blend ancestral wisdom with scientific principles, making health and weight loss a reality. Say goodbye to yo-yo dieting and hello to simple, individualized steps that will help you reach your goals. Let's explore the power of healing your gut, optimizing your metabolism, and embracing whole foods. Ready to make that personalized wellness a reality? Let's get started on your journey to real health. Hey, hey there. Today, I am diving back into the gut as we talk about prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, and then their relationship to each other and the health of your gut. You see, gut health isn't a trendy wellness fad. It's the foundation for your health, both body and mind. In fact, roughly 80% of your immune system lives inside your gut. There is an entire ecosystem living inside of you called the gut microbiome. Now, I've brought this up before. I've talked about it before. So as always, the previous episodes will be linked in the show notes. So in this ecosystem or gut microbiome, this is where the 100 trillion bacteria live. Yeah, that's right, a hundred trillion and probably even more. They're still finding new ones all the time. But in those bacteria, you've got both what is classified as good and what is classified as bad. Because like any other ecosystem, the good and the bad create balance. Now this ecosystem, when in balance, helps digest your food, synthesize vitamins, lowers inflammation, it gets rid of your toxins, and it metabolizes hormones. Oh yeah, and it makes around 95% of that feel-good neurotransmitter serotonin. And this is just a small list of what this magical ecosystem does. This magical microbiome ecosystem is kind of like a garden. So first up, we got the soil nourishers. Think of prebiotics as the rich soil in your garden. They're like the fertilizer and the water that create the perfect environment for your plants to thrive. In this gut garden, prebiotics are the fiber-rich foods. They set the stage, providing a nourishing foundation for the good bacteria to grow and flourish. More specifically, a prebiotic is a type of non-digestible fiber. It's found in foods and it serves as a fuel source for the beneficial bacteria, you know, the probiotics that live in your gut. Now, when it comes to fiber, we have the kind that you digest and the kind that you don't. And there's no way to tell from a label or even nutritional information what's what. But when it comes to the non-digestible kind, we have soluble and insoluble. Insoluble fiber basically goes through the system and stays pretty much intact. The soluble fiber dissolves in water and becomes like a goo-like substance that stays intact like that and both of them the beneficial bacteria feed on. But even more specifically, the insoluble that stays completely intact is also like a broom for your colon to sweep out the toxins as well and the extra foods and waste and all of that. Um, But that's our little fiber talk for right now. 
So exactly how do prebiotics work? Prebiotics, like I just said, reach the colon undigested. That's where they become a feast for the beneficial bacteria. And as the friendly bacteria eat up all these prebiotics, they thrive and multiply. This in turn helps maintain a healthy balance. The increased population of the beneficial bacteria support our overall gut health. A happy gut then contributes to improved digestion, nutrient absorption, and even a boosted immune system. Now that we know what fertilizes our ecosystem, how about we meet the seed planters, you know, probiotics. They're the beneficial bacteria and yeasts that we introduce into the soil. Just like you'd carefully plant seeds in your garden, probiotics are the live organisms that you add to your gut. They sprout, multiply, and bring life to the microbial landscape, promoting a healthy and diverse garden. Now, probiotics are live, and they offer health benefits when consumed in adequate amounts. They crowd out the harmful bacteria, they aid digestion, and produce beneficial compounds. So exactly how do these probiotics work? Well, they help maintain a healthy balance of microorganisms inside the gut. They play a crucial role in digestion and nutrient absorption. Some even produce specific enzymes that aid in breaking down certain substances. Probiotics can support the immune system by influencing the activity of immune cells inside the gut. There's also emerging research on the gut-brain connection. It suggests that a healthy gut can positively influence the mental well-being or your mental health. So a healthy gut can equal a happy you. Rounding out our garden in our garden analogy, as our gut garden blooms, the probiotics work their magic and they produce postbiotics. This is the harvested bounty of all of your efforts. These are the metabolic byproducts and substances created during the microbial feast. Postbiotics contribute to the overall health of your gut, acting as the fruits and vegetables you reap from a well-cultivated garden. Simply put, postbiotics are the byproducts of the fermentation process carried out by probiotics. These are the beneficial metabolites created when probiotics digest prebiotics. Metabolites, I've said that in the fermentation episode. Go back and listen. That's what makes fermented foods superior to supplementation. But let's not go off course too far. So how exactly do postbiotics work? Postbiotics is one of those things that I know most of you never even heard of them before because they're rarely talked about. But they contribute to the overall health of the gut by not only promoting a balanced environment, but a happy environment or a healthy environment inside that gut. Some of these postbiotics have immune modulating properties, which means they help to regulate the immune system's activity. They also can exhibit anti-inflammatory properties, which helps our whole body manage inflammation. One of the postbiotics created during that fermentation process is short-chain fatty acids. This is an energy source for the cells lining the colon. 
and it will boost metabolism. So it's really beneficial overall. And a lot of people I know ingest short chain fatty acids for that extra boost. This is your body actually making them. Now that we have a basic understanding of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, let's look at the synergistic power of all of them together. Prebiotics fuel the probiotics. Probiotics create postbiotics, and postbiotics support both probiotics and gut health. It's a beautiful cycle. This combined effort helps maintain a diverse and resilient gut microbiome, which is crucial for overall health. So while we could go out and search for some kind of pill and potion to get our prebiotics, our probiotics, and our postbiotics, I strongly believe in the superpower of ferments. Both fermented foods and fermented drinks are far superior than trying to find any of this in some kind of pill or potion. You see, when you ferment something, the probiotics inside that ferment create postbiotics. So right off the bat, no matter you're getting a fermented drink or food, you're getting both probiotics and postbiotics together in a way that they're used to being together. So your body works with them better. And then if we're looking at fermented vegetables, we are also getting in prebiotics. So fermented vegetables are actually a triple threat. They have prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. And as always, the key is diversity. We want a diversity of ferments when we're eating them. And we want to stick to whole foods. You need to get in those leafy greens and fiber-filled vegetables for the other prebiotics, especially on the days where you are not getting in fermented vegetables, where you're maybe having yogurt and kefir and maybe kombucha or drinks. So the days you're not getting in fermented vegetables, you especially need to make sure you get in some fiber. Now, the amount of fiber you need is relative to you. Each person needs their own amount. The amount of fiber that people try to push on everybody isn't necessarily needed. You find your threshold that will fuel your gut properly. You will know when you feel good. Too much fiber can stop you up. That's when you've had too much. Fiber does not make you go poo. Fiber sweeps through the colon and bulks up your poo and helps eliminate toxins. It feeds your gut microbiome. That's basically the main reasons of fiber. It also slows down your digestion. So if you're having glucose spikes, it can help lower it. And that's why you don't need to eat a ton, a ton of fiber. What you can get in food, real whole foods, should be more than enough of what your body needs. I'll quickly touch base on what you're looking for if you are buying fermented foods. You want to be in the deli section where they slice the meat. It should say fermented on there or cultured. Those two things mean fermented and it'll have the good probiotics in it. Sometimes it'll even say it has probiotics in it. When you're looking at sauerkraut specifically, there are many brands that will have added other vegetables. Buy a variety. Be diverse when you're adding in these things. You only need a tablespoon or two. The same thing goes with kombucha. Look for the one with the lowest amount of sugar. Make sure or try to have some with no added sugar. And that 16 ounce bottle is not a single serving. It's a minimum of four, if not eight servings. So don't drink that whole bottle in one sitting. Put two to four ounces in a glass and dilute it with some water. You don't need to drink the whole bottle. We are looking for little bursts 
of probiotics, not a flood of them. Your dairy, your fermented dairy, look for things with no added sugar, no added flavors, no sweeteners at all. Keep it simple and plain. Again, you're looking for two to four ounces a day. You're not looking for a whole cup of yogurt or kefir. Serving size matters. You don't want to overdo a good thing because it can throw you out of whack as well. Just remember to add in a diverse array of fermented foods and drinks and couple that with eating whole foods, that will help your gut ecosystem thrive. To wrap it all up, while each component plays a vital role, their true magic lies in their collaborative effort. A healthy diet rich in all three prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, including a variety of fruits, vegetables, and fermented foods, will provide the foundation of a thriving gut garden. By understanding this powerful trio and their teamwork, you will take the steps towards nurturing a healthy gut microbiome and reaping its numerous benefits. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.